Aloha and welcome to Mystery Mystics and Metaphysics. Today is a special day. We're talking to Holly Hallowell about water bending. What is water bending? It is really cool. That's what it is. Holly, would you like to tell us a little bit about your new book, like the title, and then we'll get into discussing exactly what water, bend water bending is. Wonderful. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Geraldine. It's a pleasure to be with you and your tribe. And water bending is extraordinary. I really think that we're ready here on Earth right now in these times to remember. I believe this technology is everyone's technology. And as you hear more about it, it's more of a memory. And that is what the root word of water is. It's light memory. And so I wrote a book, it went bestseller in the homeopathy category, and it's called Light Memory, An Alchemist's Guide to Water Bending. And my goal is to demystify alchemy so that we can really begin to work with earth, air, fire, water, ether in the ways that God has given us and specifically water because it is a liquid crystal and supercomputer capable of pulling anything from the eighth dimensional akasha into physicality. It's the closest thing we have to ether. So I'm just really on a mission to help people remember that we can ask water to hold energy and information, drink that water. And when we program the water first, boy, do our lives change because we get 99% of us on board with where we're going versus our default fear-based responses. So you mentioned the word alchemy. And although I'm quite familiar with the word, could you tell us your definition of alchemy so that everybody's on the same page? Absolutely. So I want you all to just picture that there is nothing created or destroyed. It, it's just all is either in physicality or in potential. And so we haven't been shipping in shipments to create more things on earth. We use, we mold, we are alchemists, we are creators. We use our higher faculties to magnetize based on our thoughts and emotions, the people, places, things that coordinate into our reality. We are, arch, we are each creating our own little piece of the fractal of the whole. And so uh, can you remind me what the question was? I often get off on tangent, <laughs> tangents. Just what, what is we, alchemy? Yeah, I think I'm like, wait, what is alchemy? Oh, alchemy. Right, right. So, so energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transmuted. And so alchemy, the actual definition of alchemy is when you change the energy, you change the manifestation of the mass. So this is a scientific process by which when you perceive of something in a different way, that thing changes. Likewise, when you're receiving something, you process it and your response to it also creates new timelines and new things to come to you. And so alchemy is simply transforming the energy. And in doing so, you change the manifestation of the mass. Literally, this is very scientific. You collapse the wave function from potential into being. And we are so far more powerful than we've been told or allowed to remember. And so again, it's practical magic. This is earthy magic. Um, this is using, you know, in the 3D for real. It's not some airy fairy, you know, wouldn't it be nice if 
these are visceral, immediate, well, if you allow, responses to your natural innate power as an alchemist. And it's just so much fun when you start doing it. So when we talk about, uh, we're talking about alchemy and creation and all these different things. Is this part of the law of attraction? Is it something completely different? Where does it fall in line with those kind of uh, beliefs and rituals? Yeah, so we are using the law of attraction and many other laws, either subconsciously or consciously. So absolutely, this is in the framework of the laws of the universe. And in fact, when you begin to work with the assisting frequencies, I consider it the law of attraction of energy medicine, because there's an old shamanistic hack where it says, if you want to see something, you must first believe it. Meaning if it's, you know, a desert and you're trying to get rain, you don't say, where's the rain? Because that vibration is, you know, there is no rain, there is no rain. So instead, we need to get ourselves in the feeling of the wish fulfilled as if it is so. Unfortunately, our subconscious patterns are running 90% default. So even if we're 100% on board consciously, that's only 10%. And so this is definitely the law of attraction in action when you can get the cells of your body on board with where you want to go. You effortlessly start to, again, magnetize these synergistic uh, laws that fulfill that wish because it's already a reality on a cellular level. And this is why I think water bending is going to totally disrupt the entire manifestation industry, the entire self-development, self-help, self-empowerment movement. And we so need that right now, uh, as we've been told that we have no power and that uh, fear is just running rampant. And no, it doesn't have to, you can center in, you can remember, you can take back your sovereign power and there's practical tools, water, uh, that can take care of all of that, um, that they don't want you to remember or know about. So it is the law of attraction in action. Um, I have four steps that I like you to consider when working with this. And they, they are the four A's of Anahata, ask, align, allow, activate, that's it. So when you ask, and you align and you activate, I'm just putting it in the chat, ask, align, allow, activate, and repeat. What you do is you, um, you're asking with your conscious mind and your heart, you align with the resonance that already exists. You allow the synergistic motion of the cosmos and universe to come to you through that magnetism. And then you do something about it, you activate, and um, it's, a, it's a beautiful step, repeat, repeat, repeat. You keep doing that and boy, does your life shift in all the, the right ways. Now you had mentioned that consciousness is only about 10% of what's happening energetically. Does that mean that 90% is unconscious or the subconscious and that how do we then bring that to the fore so that it's not controlling what we're doing? Well, exactly. And there's many methods out there that take you into meditation. And, you know, if you look at any type of healing modality, it's essentially trying to get you outside of your identity and into your super conscious. So you do have three minds. One is your, your subconscious, which is 90%. 10 
a percent is your conscious that's being mindful and mindfulness is all the rage but even if you're mindful as much as you can that's only 10 percent. so there's a lot of rewiring going on when we try and get into the subconscious and unlearn the default patterns and so the solution again is zoom out past both of those into your super conscious self which is the all which is already directly in contact with anything you could imagine and um I like to say we we place our order on the cosmic aisle and we pull a code and that code um resonates at the level that we seek because it already is so and so this is not hoping this is not wishing that we can activate something it's simply taking what is and allowing your body to resonate with it because you're already connected to all things so okay so i just want to let you know a stellar way to do that that when yep. you're showing your books because you have the blur on the books are all blurred oh <laughs> so if you're going to show one yeah, of the books, yeah yeah just tell us what the title is and at least that way people okay. people have it so those are the anata yeah, yeah. codes the anahata codes anahata codes um the law of attraction of energy medicine and this was given to me uh, eight years ago now gosh i keep saying seven but now it's eight almost a decade ago, I've been channeling these assisting frequencies. And then most recently in the last two years, I had a profound um, memory from my lifetime as a Muin 17,000 years ago. And holy cow, that transformed my world. I was seeing myself as a Muin with a pomegranate people seed, and I put it is. under my tongue. Okay, so in Lumeria, yeah, we were the waterbenders. We could actually walk on water. And it's actually very scientific. When we can catch up to this, we'll do it again. You simply become more light than you are carbon-based. And that torus vortex that comes around our body, body innately, you can actually use the surface tension of water to walk on it. So what we also did was we would energetically sip on nectar. So this is photosynthesis in plants and uh, fruits and seeds and things like that. And we would just partake of it in a way that was symbiotic, that was, you know, we weren't pulling the life force energy from anything. We were sharing it and we didn't have to eat a lot. And we were also programming pomegranate seeds and placing it in water. And I teach you in my book, The uh, Light Memory and Alchemist's Guide to Waterbending, everything I remember about that technology and it's time for us to collectively remember uh, how to do this. And, and beyond that, I want to mention, for what it's worth, I mean, it's, it's almost silly. It's like, oh, my gosh. My um, last name is Hollowell, and my dad is into genealogy. And when I asked him, well, what does Hollowell mean? He said it's of the holy well. These are the caretakers um, that took care of the wellsprings that provided miraculous healings. So there's encoded DNA, there's past life DNA, and then um, I'm also a Pisces times three. So I'm very watery. And this is how I you know, came across this bandwidth of information that uh, I believe is our birthright uh, rooted in Lumeria 17,000 years ago. We're bringing it back. Everything is a circle. Everything comes back around. It is. So I did read yeah. your book. Thank you so much for sending it to me. And I found it very easy to read. It had a lot of information, but everything was in bite-sized chunks. 
and the way it was written seemed yeah. to flow really nicely. I just wanted to mention that because I do oftentimes when we talk about these subjects, you can get so deep into it that people are like, whoa, that's too much for me. There's too much information or it's too big. But it seems like the way you parceled yeah. it out was very nice and it was easy to understand and easy to read. And it was it was a pleasure. So I wanted to, to let you know that. Thank you. And that book was your last book. It's your fourth book, correct? Yeah, it's my fourth book. It's called Light Memory and Alchemist's Guide to Waterbending. And um, Geraldine, I actually did that on purpose because I find that, um, you know, people get overwhelmed and too much information everywhere. And so I zoomed out and I said, consciously, I'm going to deliver just bite-sized nuggets so that everyone can really grasp what I'm saying and then practically move forward to implement the steps. And I find it to be so well-received that way, uh, you know, complexity doesn't equal value, it equals overwhelm. And it's only 115 pages long. Uh, if you sit there at a regular pace, you can read the whole thing in two hours and get busy waterbending. So yeah, thank you for that. Yes, I think that's important for people to know. And so uh, one of our listeners says, it's a great book, easy read, made so many things make sense. I call practical magic for change makers. So that's very good. Now nice. make sure you put that on, on uh, Amazon also. And is there anywhere else where the book is sold or is it primarily through Amazon and its outlets? Just for now, um, I believe eventually in, in future editions, it will be under a major publisher that I will not name, but I've seen visions of that. So for now, yeah, just Amazon, but eventually, you know, everywhere. Okay, well, and Amazon is basically accessible almost everywhere. So any, it's easy to get. Just remember that it's on amazon.com. So back to the idea of water bending. where did you, as you're speaking, I'm remembering parts of the movie, The Secret, which I saw when it was first released, mm. actually in a movie theater, <laughs> long time ago. Oh, wow. So, and I remember her looking in the mirror and then telling her, you know, your body is three quarters water. When you're looking in the yeah. mirror and you're sending hate towards yourself, you're really creating disease or dis-ease. And mm -hmm. I see this as part and parcel of the same thing. Would you say it is a similar concept? Is it the same concept? And how would you relate it so far as the secret goes? Yeah. Well, I've never seen the secret oh. <laughs> ever. Uh, so that's cool. I, I've heard about it, of course, but I've never actually seen it. Um, and so that's great that she makes reference to water. I find that so many people miss that. We're focused on the physical. It's like um, when we're looking out there, we only see taste, touch, smell, feel 0.01% of what is, and we don't see the rest. It's the same in our body. We think of this as this organ and this and that, and we're 99% water molecularly. So we are totally disregarding the vast majority of what we are as humans. And so I don't know if it's the same because I haven't watched it, but mm -hmm. I do know that water is the key because um, if you think about your brain being electric and your emotions 
being magnetic, that electromagnetic energy field is what the machine of the law of attraction is. But what precedes the law of, of attraction is the, the law of vibration. We get what we vibrate and we don't, there is no knowing in the universe. That's where people go astray with the, they're like, it doesn't work because I would have never asked for this. We don't get what we ask for, we get what we vibrate. And so there is no no. If you want something, focus on it and believe it. If you don't want something, pull back your energy from it, stop energizing it. So again, I don't know if it's the same thing, but it's very difficult nowadays to really override all of the subconscious BS. I call it BS, belief structures that have been projected on us through epigenetics and passed down through our trauma, other people's traumas, through brainwashing, through various ways that we are programmed. And we spend the rest of our lives after we're programmed at about age seven, deciphering um, what's, what's real and hopefully reprogramming. But a lot of us just believe what we believe and we just go down this narrow path that's set, set forth. And so really, you know, zoom out, to your super conscious, get all of you on board and you will magnetize the people, places and things beyond your understanding. And the cool part is you don't have to do that part. That's the allowance part. The universe will bring it to you through your magnetism, but you gotta get you have your subconscious on board with the rest of you. Okay. Yes, that's yeah, cool. We don't wanna get too okay. big. Um, so, <laughs> Yes. When I talked about the secret, it actually, uh, what the bleep do we know? It, that, it may have been that movie and not the, the movie of the secret. They're similar. Um, and someone asked, could you give us an example of someone who is following this process and applying it in some way? Like, what is it that, how do these oh, sure. things occur? Like, how do they show up? Like, what do you see? Yeah. So, um, for example, this is real world magnetism. I was doing a water bending ceremony uh, just a couple, about a week ago, and I was coating in totem elk. Okay, I'm coating it in and you don't need to know how to do that. But the point is I have on camera, the clouds appeared as an elk right in my vial. This is my vial of water. So it was a physical, uh, manifestation of totem elk right there. And it's undeniable, it's on my Facebook page. Another example, when you pull a code, suddenly if you infuse water with it and drink it, you'll be seeing those things, they'll be magnetized to you. Um, but on a practical level, they're there to offer you assistance. So when you code in whatever it is you desire, you'll begin to see synergistic events. Um, you know, the things that you were hoping for occur. And they may be in little bite-sized breadcrumbs, but you can just take that and follow and keep going. Ask, align, allow, activate. Um, we only don't have what we want because it's not part of our identity yet. But if you get your identity on board, which is your ego subconscious, then you will be allowed to proceed forward because they won't be going, hey, 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 that's dangerous. That's not part of your, of your pattern. Stay away. You can actually then proceed into these spaces that you've never been um, be it health, be it wealth, be it relationships, uh, be it your, your passionate purpose, your, you know, whatever it is, any concern or desire, there is a resonance that will put you in alignment with the solution. As you ask, so shall you will, you will receive that. And water can hold that resonance 
so that when you drink it, all of you resonates at that level. And it's so profound and, and no one's doing it. Uh, actually, this morning I was on another interview with a podcast and they were, they were amazing. You may have, well, I won't mention them, uh, but anyway, they're an amazing duo and uh -oh. Okay. Um, it's the uh, spiritually raw. No, no, it's fine. Spiritually raw. Uh, they're wonderful. And um, so I was mentioning it. And, and at the end, uh, the guy, he, Jay, he says, man, you're just really representing the um, water bending industry so well. And I didn't reply on the air, but afterwards I was like, there is no water bending industry. I'm I'm rolling it out in lifetime. Like no one has this information, and I'm just astonished that no one's been talking about this. And really, really eager just to share it with as many people as I can across the globe as we remember uh, what water is for and how to use it. Okay, so along those lines, um, some of the things that I'm familiar with that we've been doing is like blessing the water before you drink it. And is it Dr. Emoto who did all the beautiful pictures? Now he was part of either What the Bleep Do We Know or The Secret, one of those two movies. And that was part of something that was introduced at that time. So I have a friend, Shaman Christopher, and we did an experiment. We were teaching, I forget what we were teaching, like uh, cord pulling or something. And what we did, we were in a big room and they had pitchers of water. So before the people came in, we each took pitchers of water and we blessed them. So like half of them were blessed and half of them weren't. And they were like, you know, okay. every other one was blessed. And what we noticed was that the ones that were blessed were completely empty by the end of the thing. And the ones that weren't blessed were barely touched. It was interesting how yeah. quickly people just resonate. They don't even know they're doing it and they'll go right I know. through it. Yeah, and so I wanna re reframe what I was saying. Water science is not new. There mm -hmm. is so much research out there as to, and Emoto is amazing. He's such an amazing um, man to have done all the things he, he's done and they're carrying on his research. So these people have quantified what I'm teaching Mm -hmm. I take it a step beyond and I say, well, what do we do with that information? So it's one thing to say emotions have, have um, you know, a big impact on water. It's another to say, if you sanctify it and optimize it and get the sacred geometry template in place, then you encode what you want on it. You can actually um, like Wi-Fi to the ether, pull through anything you desire. And to get very specific, let's say you have a headache and you're like, I don't, you know, I don't want to take aspirin and I got to be careful about the health thing. So maybe I should say something else and you can read between the lines. Uh, let's say you want to manifest your soulmate. Okay. I did this. Um, so you can scan in codes and, or I teach you in the book to scan as if it is so into what I call water bending rocks, which are little crystals uh, that look like pomegranate seeds. There you can see it. And these are water bending rocks and you scan in your desire, put it in water and the next day you drink it. Or if you have some urgent need, you can project it into the water immediately, but you can get instant relief for anything. You can magnetize anything as fast as you will allow it. The rocks um, you're not just natural to law. swallow, correct? So, yeah, don't swallow them. No, they're just yeah. little teeny 
uh, clear quartz, they're Lumerian clear quartz crystals. You use them again and again and again. I teach you, you know, to put them in the sun once a week and that's it. You, you they're, they're your little liquid, um, sorry, you're, they're your little uh, scanner. And then when you put it in um, the water, it sings that song and the, the molecules of the water holds that energy and information and it duplicates across this vast matrix and then you drink it it's like a fractal effect and then it relays that information to your cells and that goes and then suddenly you're walking around embodying the actual essence of what it is you need to be a match to whatever you desire it's fascinating yes and when you and talk it works. about I mean, there's countless stories about it. when you talk about yeah, geometry what are you um are you speaking specifically about like um certain types of geometry not certain types certain yeah. shapes I, like I, I know you, you mentioned the taurus yes. and i believe you mentioned well, the star mm -hmm. exactly yeah that star tetrahedron is key that's the way water molecules hold hands anyway if you have done any research into H3O2, uh, that's the fourth phase of water. Um, Dr. Pollock brought that information forth to, to verify and validate that when water is structured, it changes molecular, it, it changes its configuration to H3O2. And the shape no one is talking about, I'm like, it's the Merkaba. It's the, it's the six-sided uh, star, which is the light vehicle. So it's like, aha here it is and so upon that template of those little teeny vortexes you are pulling through the wormhole of every single single water molecule anything you desire and again this is not sci-fi this is science if you look up nasim haramine he's done a lot of research about the fact that there's a wormhole at the center of every molecule well water has a, an ability to it's sort of like a um what are those called transformer it's like a transformer. It can just do, 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 and it snaps into place. And so I am talking primarily about um, Merkaba, but that is part of the sacred um, set of sacred geometry. So you can find everything else within that. And once you sanctify your water, it's ready to receive any, any energy and information you'd like. It will hold that and then you drink it. So I don't know if we want to do the four ounce um, process now or I don't know how much time we have if we're running out no, um, you're to good. show that part of it. It's really fascinating. Okay, so let's, let's I want you all to part. take a sip. Okay, so I want you to take a sip of your water just to get a benchmark. Okay, just take a sip. So that's, that's your unblessed water, so to speak. It may be chemically pure, but if you take a photo of it, it's erratic. And we know this by Emoto's research. Now, what I want you to do is focus on your heart space. And there was a uh, study in Hassel, Germany that proved, and they've repeated it several times, the average heart emits 20 photons of light per second. The mindful, grateful, conscious heart emits 100 thousand photons per second so what we're going to do right now is generate this profound resonance of gratitude for water because if we didn't have water we wouldn't be alive so i want you to just look at the water and just send it 
all your love from your heart space and you can even talk to it i sometimes do i just say oh thank you thank you i love you and um we just we're sanctifying it now okay we're giving it the recognition it deserves and we're helping it to remember what it is so let's just take a second now if you do know what sacred geometry is and you want to visualize spinning merkabas little toruses all around do it it's happening anyway whether or not you can vision that or not so most people just so send it love send it love i love you thank you thank you i love you uh that's it so there's a chain reaction happening so we're going to wait about 30 more seconds of course if you have a lot of water it'll take a little bit longer but that's why i said just four ounces is plenty and this is the weirdest part the molecules in my water are connected to the water molecules in your water so we are vibing as a tribe with this collected collective fractalized gratitude and this water is going to taste different now it's going to be smoother wetter some people say it feels like it's it's airy it's it's a very strange thing if you've never blessed your water and so that's it we can actually take a sip don't drink Salud. it all because i want to do something else Salud. just take one sip Salud. if you will yeah well just like when you go to church i was raised catholic and someone had put in the notes about them being raised catholic also and the priests bless the water when you go in you bless yourself using the water but that water has an oily feel to it like it, it the consistency is completely different than normal water even though it's not oil but you can always tell the yeah. difference between before it's blessed and after it's blessed and if you're really really sensitive like i could tell the difference between if monsignor blessed it or if like father melly blessed it father melly was not a nice person yeah Whereas Monsignor <laughs> was a very nice person. <laughs> yeah. So there was a difference. Yeah, it's real. It's a real thing. So now we know what to do with that blessed water. Uh, because if you think about it, all dis-ease is merely miscommunication. So something is not communicating properly. Mm -hmm. And if you think about water, when it's not communicating properly, it's not gonna flow that energy and information. This is why everyone says, oh, you got to get your shock, your chakras balanced and your meridians flowing or else you'll be in dis-ease. That's it. Unity and communication and expansion, you're online. When you're separate, fear-based, uh, you know, something is blocked from source, that is when it's stagnant and that is when you manifest dis-ease. So it only makes sense that water's the same. It's not going to flow, but when you structure it, it is going to flow and you're going to be able to get that grid working for you uh, as a fractal. And then, as I said, you drink it and those water molecules tell other water molecules and it's a chain reaction. And suddenly you no longer have to hope for something. It's just reality because you're 99% water. So it's an amazing time to be alive. Super excited for everyone to try this. Um, so I have a question and, for you. Yeah, we're going to go back to the beginning 
And you had said that you have memories of being uh, a Mowen, 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 M-U-A-N. So how did you start your spiritual journey? Like, did you start as a kid? Did you start as an adult? Was there something that projected you forward? Like, how did you start your spiritual journey? Well, I have a book that I haven't released yet that explains my, my story from birth until now, but I remember memories of being born and my and memories when I lived in Japan, because that's where I was was born. And so, and I'm a triple Pisces. So really my whole life, it's been building up to that moment. I, I had a near-death experience uh, back in 1999-ish. Um, I'm going to be 45 in just a month, I'm aging in reverse. That's the side effect of this. Like literally you upgrade your DNA and you start feeling better. I feel better now at 45 than I did when I was twenties. And so um, long story short, I had a nervous breakdown at around age 35 and 10 years ago, just, we can't go into details but we've all been through it, right? The dark night of the soul. And I was like, I don't have the answers. So, and I'm not going to quit, but I don't want to swim anymore. I'm just going to surrender. And so I literally prayed for 30 days continually, like, give me the answer. I'm here. I, I need guidance. I don't know where to go in my life. You tell me, you tell me, you tell me. And one night before I went to bed, I said, what do you want me to know? Because I felt the information right at the edge of my energy field. And I turned off the light, my head hit the pillow and I had a download. It was about the Anahata codes. It was about the fact that we are all and that we have access to all because we're connected to all and you don't have to have a crystal with you. You mm -hmm. can access it through the wormhole in your heart. And so I was like, how? And I went on this mission of discovering just how that is so. And so it's been priming myself for my water journey for a long time because I used to you know, have blessed water. And as I said, about a year and a half ago, I was in my kitchen and I had that vivid memory of my life. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is like the bridge. This is the bridge between the seen and the unseen. This is how we do it. This is how we upgrade. They call the junk DNA, which is the vast majority of our DNA junk because they don't know what it is. I believe it's awaiting our upgrades. And as we remember, we can then activate evolutionary DNA, which is gonna make us more crystalline than carbon-based. And I apologize, I have been talking nonstop all day long. <laughs> so my voice is finally like, hey, <laughs> you gotta stop talking. It's like, take a deep oh, breath and just slow so yeah, down. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So have you ever done past life regression? Or was that, or is it just like spontaneous past life memories? No, never have, no. But I've had many, 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 too many to count encounters where I've astral traveled to other dimensions, other aspects of myself, just, you know, beyond all human capacity to understand. And then you come back and you go, wait, I want to go back there. That was, <laughs> you know, amazing. And um, just little nuggets of things, but I've never done past life regression. I do remember several other past lives. Uh, one of them was with Jesus, the, the ultimate waterbender. And um, he's just, woo, he's one of my guides. So um, some really, really amazing things with that. Um, and then, you know, I was a witch and burned at the stake and we can go into details. There was tons of things uh, suppressing this information from coming out, but I think we're all ready now. 
to use practical magic to evolve the planet. It's time. It is time. Exactly. I feel exactly the same way. So you have different websites. Your one website is the Anata Codes. Yeah. So yeah, anahatacodes.com. I'll put it here in the, um, there we go. The other one, and you can get the Anahata Codes for free there. There's also a guide to tell you how to pull codes. And the other one is waterbendingrocks.com. And you can uh, watch, if you scroll down half the page, a free 60-minute pineal gland activation with water that I take you through. And you can also purchase an autographed copy of the book. Plus, you get two uh, waterbending rocks uh, if you are into this. And I do hope you experienced um, at least pulling a code and putting it on water. Because the first thing we did with blessing the water, that's sort of like getting your canvas ready. It's like stretching the canvas and painting gesso on it. You know, it's now it's ready. And then you put the masterpiece on it, whatever it is you need. So, um, and then you go, wow, there it is. One other question. Oftentimes you said fractal. It's a fractal. Not everybody knows what a fractal is. So can you explain fractal yeah. really quick? I will. So it's one of the laws of the universe as above, so below, as within, so without. If you zoom out to the farthest spaces uh, and look at the macrocosmos, you will see the same patterns as if you zoom in on a cellular level to your cells. I mean, it's all the same pattern. So this is when I say zoom in to zoom out. We're talking perspective. And we are all from that one photon source creator. And we are little rays of light experiencing our neck of the fractal, right? If you've seen, if you Google fractal, you'll see it's an infinite pattern and you can zoom in to different pieces. That's what time is. In other dimensions, there is no fabric called time and space. That's the 3D width, uh, width length and height. But it, it, you know, other areas, you're outside of that. And so the fractal is really key to understanding who you are, your power, how to get out of your little patterns and to extend beyond and to understand how you can actually create your own patterns via timelines and quantum jumping and a lot of things that, that I love to get into uh, more deep with my, my, my students. Uh, but yeah, that's, I hope that makes sense. It's a fractal, infinitely complex and yet infinitely simple. It's one point of light. So somebody just asked about your latest book. Now you have four books out, but you did mention that you have a memoir or a biography coming out, autobiography. Is that like on the docket oh. for a specific time or is that just kind of something you're doing <laughs> along the way? It's been, it's been um, eight years in the making and I, I just need to get it edited and finalized. I, I don't know what's putting, you know, what's happening with that. It'll be there when it's ready. But in the meantime, yes, the light memory book is there. Um, and I have four books. Uh, one is a 21 day fear detox, where I take you through um, just like five minutes per day for 21 days. And it's, it's, a, it's a ride. If you want to really um, become the eye of the storm and stop responding to chaos and to just own your energy signature and to let go and, and, and make space 
uh, for the magnificent you that is already there under all that rubble of, of perception of separation. That's the book for you. The other one is um, Your Mess into Medicine, which is a journal for people who want to actuate their purpose and perpetual joy. Uh, so again, Light Memory is the one we're talking about today, the waterbending uh, book, waterbendingrocks.com. And yeah, it's there. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming. This is Mystery, Mystics, and Metaphysics from Meetup. And now we're going to end the video. And for the people who have come in person, now you get a special chance to ask questions and be part of the discussion. So don't unmute until I tell you to, okay? Thank you so much, Holly. And there will be information in the doobly-doo when this goes on YouTube. I will put your um, different uh, links down there. Congratulations. And it was Thank a wonderful you. book. I'm so glad I read it. And I do highly recommend, and I will put that up on, on Amazon. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Signing off. This is Thank Geraldine. Thank you. Bye, Thank guys. You. Bye.